0: Welcome, you're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick and I'm the host of this boat. It's not a boat though, and I don't think boats have hosts. This is a weekly radio show on WPRK featuring makers, artists, and professionals who are doing something neat. Consider subscribing to the show on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, and visit toacertaindegree.com where you can also find past shows and information on guests, and becoming a guest. That's right, the guests on, to a certain degree, used to be people just like you at some point, now there's something more. If you or someone you know would like to take this journey from your current larval stage to beautiful butterfly, hit me up on most social media channels. And now, on with the show. Mike Snow on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. Good morning. My name is Nick. That was Genghis Khan uh, because we always start out with a a good song on Monday. I was going to say a dictator on Monday. That doesn't make any sense. Um, As I mentioned, my name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Every week I have the honor I have the luck, the good luck to have a very special guest, and this week is no exception. B- Blair Sliger is here. Blair, how are you? I am. I'm good. Thank you thank so you. much for being here. Yeah, thank you, man. All right, get it right up on that mic. Let me see. Okay, if I hear I- like this. Oh yeah. There oh yeah, go. I can hear myself because of the headphones. Now this is good. Uh, I think I had us reversed. I put myself louder and yourself quieter, thinking you were me and I was you.
1: But I there's no we- <laughs> way.
0: There's no way we could be mistaken. We both no, wear glasses. We both have beards. Right. Uh, we both six foot-ish. Ish. Yeah. So maybe there is a chance that we could get uh, mistaken for each other. But let's get to know you a little bit better. I feel like I know myself at this point, 45 plus years in, I kind of know myself. And so good. if you're looking for a time in your life where you're going to know yourself, 45-ish. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So I've got nine years. And nine there you go. You get, get there. to know yourself. I'll yeah. give you some uh, some exercises to do. Let me get to know you a little bit better, all right though, so I want to get your opinion on some uh, just some general things. It's almost like a word association game or twenty questions. The thing is though, I'm I like to twenty questions. Great. Well, I like to change it up. So instead of saying yes or no or up or down, okay. we're gonna play a game called open or shut case. So open okay. case, if you're for something, because what's better than an open case? you see what's in it? It might be full of money, it right. might be full of illicit substances. At least you know Whoa. what's in the case. Right? Yeah, okay. In your case, it would be full of tools, I would imagine. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, because you're a uh, woodworking slash artist slash uh, any number of things. We'll get into that. Keeper. Tool guy, yeah. tool keeper. I like that. It seems so I like s- it's Ghostbusters. And I say open case or Open case, case if you're forcing something, shut case. Okay. Open or shut case. Because it's an open and shut case is the phrase. So, oh, what I do is okay. put an or in between. Okay. Just to confuse people. Okay, good. I yeah, think I that's, got this. That's, that's, that's binary. My, that's my gig. Uh, so, yeah. And a shut case, there's nothing worse than that because you don't know what's in it. It's okay. a mystery. It might have a lock on it. You may have to pick the lock. It might be somebody else's case and you're picking the lock. Right, right. I'm not saying I do that. <laughs> and that's a specific circumstance that happened at any given point in my life. But. Just saying, it's not a good thing in right, general. Okay. okay, New Year's resolutions—it's coming up. Are you open case or shut case on shut this? case? You don't care for them. I think so. I mean, I've I've done them. Did they some, work? Um, in any way? So, what was an example I've, of a resolution you gave yourself?
1: I've had resolutions that work. Okay, but I've not. But I don't. But I don't know that I've. I also have a terrible memory. So, oh, great. Um, this is a, so this is I don't perfect. know if we're gonna so I don't know if like let's see I've had resolutions that work I don't know if any of those were tied to uh, the calendar per se okay. but I know I have tried I have I know I have you know bought the journal you know so bought you the bought the gym membership and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, at certain periods <laughs> I don't know if any of those stuck because of the new year though so I'm like down with resolutions open case but shut. Case on the, uh, on tied to the calendar. Although I guess it is kind of a good, you know, it's the new year. What
0: I I guess it's so. Let me ask you this: because does it matter what the motivation is, if it's the new year or if it's the middle of the year or anything else? No, as long as somebody's trying something. Yeah, 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 probably. Okay, good, honest answers. That's what I like. I get to change people's minds. Let me ask you about driverless cars: open case or shut case? Um. Would you jump in I, on right now?
1: Yeah, sure. I think I'm I'm kind of a luddite a little bit, a little anti technology.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, I think I'm an open case on that. So, a lot, lot of car accidents caused by human error. Yeah. Some of us don't always use our turn signals. Often um, don't use my turn signals. Yeah, when I'm not yeah, in my car, I'm learning I a never, lot about this. <laughs> never use my turn signals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't either. Apparently it's because of my big van. Um but uh, I don't know if size <laughs> of the vehicle has anything to do with it. That's sure. a saying. I think that people turn signals. Yeah, I do have turn signals. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Regardless of the size of the van, my understanding is you could- turn signals are universal. Yes. Yeah. I've heard, I think it's the <laughs> one thing. It's the one thing that brings all humans together is turn signals. We all
1: have them. You have to let people know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, I would be, uh, I
1: would, I think, I think I'm down with, With uh, you're
0: for them, you would get in one, yeah, and in general, you're not scared of an AI overtaking us. And
1: because car accidents are like horrific,
0: yeah, and they're uh, so we can prevent them.
1: They're it's it's like one of the craziest risks that I always think about, like, you know, why do I need to go barreling down the road at 70 miles per hour and you know, 2,000 pounds of metal with everybody else like. You know, doing the same thing, taking out all their issues on the road—it's just a nutty
0: situation. It's like a thing you think in the morning, like you just hide under your covers and no, Is this an I anxiety don't. That you're
1: it's not with? an anxiety. Okay. It's not an anxiety about it. It's just one of those things where it seems it's such a crazy risk. Oh yeah, and then you're yeah, like, and everybody's so casual about it. And I always tell, like, <laughs> I always tell the kids, like, uh, um, like what are you like? People are afraid of crazy things like yeah. bears and stuff like that. But like we should be scared of like cars and parking lots I mean, and they're out and there to ma- maul us, you know, and bears and cars and bears and cars is rough. I think it's like a circus thing, right? Yeah.
0: Like oh, that. yeah. Yeah. So, circuses I'm really scared of as well. Yeah. So I'm taking you off track. No, it's just bit, I'm just saying like to- there's, you know, so yeah. 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 If we can mitigate that risk a little bit. Yeah. I'm for that. Okay. Very good. Let me ask you about live action movies so live we're getting movies yeah so we're getting uh, a, a live action lion king we're getting live action dumbo how do you oh. feel about so you grew up around the same time i did you know sort of yeah. uh, the renaissance of disney movies I'm both big beauty and the beast fans i'm huge, sure huge <laughs> huge i mean look at us we're basically beasts yeah well, that's true. and you know now they're doing and they did the live action beauty and the beast not too long ago how do you feel about those um, coming back and in a different format, but being very similar? Right, it's not like they're taking it and they're making a different movie. Yeah, they're making almost the same movie, just a live-action version of it. Oh my- so, is that an open case or shut case for you? I'm not too familiar.
1: I mean, I, th- I saw the Beauty and the Beast one. Um, I, I'm 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 down with that. I guess. Okay. You know? I'm, yeah,
0: and <laughs> I'm you open have gaze. A, You have a daughter, right? Yes, I yeah, have a daughter. So and my a, partner has two kids too. And eight, you guys? 10. Oh yeah, so all right around the same yeah. age. So this so is something seen. that you guys are seeing all the time.
1: We saw that one a while ago, um, and I'm sure. Sh- what's what's the other one that's coming out right now? We saw like a poster for that recently or something. Uh,
0: Jungle Book is coming out. Dumbo is coming out. Lion oh King my God. is coming out. Yeah, they're that's basically crazy. making all no- of the movies.
1: Oh, no new again. ideas. We ran
0: out of ideas. Uh, Yeah. As someone who does a very similar show every other week, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. not to get my feelings hurt here. But yeah, we have run out <laughs> of ideas a little bit. All right. Let's move on to the beach. Open the case beach. or shut, shut case. Yeah. Uh, how long have you lived in Florida? Open case. Um, open, I've, all all my life. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So live and die here. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see.
0: But. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's. Yeah. Maybe I'll just drive so so far, I live here, yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> um yeah, i love- I love the beach, I don't go that often, but I love like swimming or not swimming there, so but just being there is good, you know, nighttime it's good, yeah, I hate on the beach, and, yeah, yeah, it's not my favorite place to swim, right, um, and I've tried some of the wave uh related sports and activities which i'm not very good at okay like getting out past the breakers and stuff and being able to actually surf but um so you're more of a boogie board kind of guy yeah i'm like a boogie board, board guy or i am a commentator oh from, okay on the other yeah but no yeah i'm not like a big um <laughs> i'm i'm not somebody who's like dying to go every weekend it's a kind of a difficult place to swim to just generally swim
0: yeah you like to swim
1: sounds like i do <laughs> it does it does sound like you do um yeah it sounds like i do um but no Did you realize be- that
0: about yourself that you like to swim i'm realizing it now yeah. yeah this is this is one of the great things about doing the show is really helping people realize uh yeah, what it is that they love yeah, i do
1: i do realize that. by now, the end yeah. of
0: this show we'll know what you love that's Blair. good that's good so glad to have you 45 doing that <laughs> So you mentioned uh, your daughter and your partner's two kids. Yes. Are they learning or have they learned cursive? And did you have to learn it when you were a kid? Um,
1: I know Nolly, my daughter, has. um, But I think, I wonder if that's because it's kind of fancy. Mm -hmm. and Sometimes she likes to do things kind of fancy or with style or something like that. So kind of more Um, of an artistic approach to it? yeah but she doesn't usually write like that and i don't know if i've seen sarah lathe write like that i had to learn it as a kid what did you feel about it or how did you um, feel about it? i think there was like a short period of time when i used it like maybe yeah. is that around like third or fourth grade i feel I think like so, yeah yeah and then i probably also did it for style you know but um i don't i don't write with cursive now so I can just see you, like,
0: eleven-year-old uh, Blair, still with a beard, still with a full beard. Didn't long yeah? Hair. Didn't have that. What? Not then. No, in I third didn't. Grade.
1: No, I didn't. Oh. Ugh,
0: you started late. Um, <laughs> and then just a lot of flourishes in your writing. Yeah, I used to write with a
1: sharpie and so, and i remember that around that time period I, that was my style it was with the sharpie and it was very irritating i think to people because it's you know you you can't really write that well at that age and everything just kind of blends together and blends a, together and bleeding you know, so through the paper so you couldn't really read it great um Look good though i remember about that yeah i guess apparently it did
0: i don't know why i was really into the sharpie the big <laughs> thick sharpie <laughs> that's very fun let me ask you about so uh uber lift rideshares. Um, then we had the rideshare bikes and yeah. now we have the rideshare electric scooters. Yeah. I've heard about that. Open case or shut case. Open case. Yeah. You're for it. Definitely. Yeah. You would jump on one of those. Yes.
1: Any of those. Any of them. Yeah. Okay. So not Take just my one. my scooter and my rideshare. share. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I'm I'm into that. Yeah, you take your scooter to a rideshare. Well, the the rideshare or the the open source scooter or whatever. What are we? Oh calling yeah, this? yeah, the, yeah. The, I have the, no idea. Yeah, these types of things. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm for that. Yeah, okay, that's all good.
0: Why? So in general, any kind of rideshare, any kind of uh, open source sort of thing. What is it about it that uh, appeals to you?
1: Uh, maybe I am really into n- new technology and new. Uh, no, um, I guess what is it that appeals to me? Um. I mean think about like we, if you had to take a taxi before Uber, yeah. how much of a pain that was. Sure. And like uh and that's and now it's just like easy and ubiquitous and you just tag it in there and go, you
0: know? It's easy. So um, and then there's the uh to an extent the environmental impact, your it's almost public transportation, not so much yeah, Uber and true, Lyft, yeah. but the the bikes and the scooters and stuff. A little yeah, bit better the, for the environment. And in theory, you're not taking an Uber somewhere if you can take a scooter.
1: Yeah, and if you could like avoid there's probably a lot of ways that you could avoid having I mean you definitely can in, in certain places, but just avoid having a vehicle and yeah. and just uh, Uber everywhere. It's I would hard like for to me see, to do that with some of the I, things. I, I, I was, I was gonna to say
0: like a giant scooter for you for all your pieces right. and wood and stuff like that. I think that would be pretty that, neat. That would be yeah. The, if they had the if they
1: had the same service for uh for vehicles that could haul lumber and stuff like that, that would be pretty
0: rad. Okay. We'll work on we just- <laughs> this. Let me ask you, let's do a couple more. Uh, how do you feel about sleep? Um, open case or should? Open case? case. Open case. Four yeah, eight? definitely. Do you get any?
1: Yes. I And uh, I, I should be more regular with it because I'm I'm... I can be kind of all over the place with it, so. sure. But I'm I'm better than I used to be at that. It's definitely like one of the foundational um, healthy things to do.
0: I, that's my I'm understanding. Sure. I'm not sure that I do it enough, but yes. Yeah, or just like like regularly. Yeah, you know. It's, so a few times a week you sleep.
1: No, I just yeah yeah. It's I do that, but also like it's being on a good schedule with it is 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 probably really important to a healthy mind body soul sort of yeah. thing.
0: But then you have the artist side and so, and I'm going to assume that you have, you know, that, that time where inspiration strikes and you start on a project, you can't necessarily just put it down to go take a nap or go to sleep or, you know, hours are a little bit weird.
1: Yeah. I used to be more, um, kind of into like, uh, I used to feel like I had more, um, I don't know, inspiration or creativity at night like mm-hmm. late at night and that used to be like important to me but it's not anymore like I just I, I I work when it's time to work and then and now if I do have like um an idea or like am struck with inspiration I just which does happen sometimes late at night I just sure I just jot it, jot down, it down and yeah. then I like revisit it later um but uh I'm not I especially like and I've especially over the past year I hurt myself one night like working late like doing something I shouldn't have been doing like way too late and and I was like okay like no need any do these, like yeah yeah, like, yeah. You just like it can wait a very you know? specific lesson yeah. that's so, uh yeah so I don't work I don't work um late anymore and into the night and stuff like that although yeah, it I is know. nice like I like the um like in it's it's nice to work with the doors open at night and you the hear quiet, the sounds the and nobody's around yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah you know it's like it's a nice uh experience i guess yeah well,
0: it's getting darker <laughs> earlier so you could probably do yeah that's it. and true. it's nice out so it is nice out indeed um, yeah very interesting so that's my that's my, my thoughts on that all right. One last question uh, and then we'll play some music and then Blair, we'll dig into you a lot more. I'm getting okay. to I, I really know a lot about you now. I feel yeah, like. definitely. And everybody else does as well. Uh, who's listening? Oh, that's right. So remember, this we is... are on the radio right now. So right. if you are going to make I any start getting nervous. Uh, no, no, no. Don't get nervous. But... You know, it's very, I'm uh, very easy to talk to. Yeah. So you might relax, let the guard down, okay. admit to some things that you've done in the past that maybe aren't the, the best things you could have done. Do a resolution maybe. Uh, do a resolution based on that. And so once it's out there, like if you do a, re- here's the thing, you do a resolution on this show, the listeners will hold you accountable to that. And so you got to be good. careful what okay. you promise All right. on this show because I've, I've learned that the hard way. Okay. My listeners hold me accountable to all the things I say I'm going to do. And I've done them all. Oh, well, that's good. Every single one. I can't name one right now. I can't think yeah. of one, an example, but I have I have totally done them. Okay. Well, this is good then. I like the system <laughs> that I'm walking into. Cobbler, the
1: dessert. Cobbler. Not the shoe. Uh, uh, open fix- source on open. both of those. Open
0: we case. Yeah. yeah. Open, yeah, open source. Open I'm gonna source. keep saying that. It's the cobbler <laughs> cobbler is open source. I mean, it's yeah. one of those desserts that everybody has access to. Everybody kind of edits it. Right. There are no secret recipes in cobbler.
1: Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, that's a good. I like that. I think. I I don't I don't know how much cobbler experience I have, but yeah, I like that. That's good. What's your favorite dessert? Um, man, I'm not a real sweet guy, but um. Sweet sky, uh, a good save. Yeah, maybe, maybe like apple pie. Okay, yeah, something like that maybe. So
0: potentially an apple cobbler you would do well. Yeah, after. it's
1: like that's what's the one of them's crumbled. One of them's yep. like has a flattish panels on top of it or something. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is.
0: Uh, uh, from the way I usually think about it, is a cobbler is a deconstructed pie. Oh, so okay. So just kind of all mixed up together and then baked versus the pie, which has the uh the the which I call it, the crust on the top and the bottom and then the filling in the middle okay all right yeah i'm down with that yeah so just a open open case sometimes you're looking for order and sometimes you're looking for chaos yeah yeah i like the cobblers they're my favorite dessert okay <laughs> <laughs> man you learning yeah. a lot about yourself learning a true. lot about i'm learning a lot about you uh, we're going to be back with uh, Blair Sliger uh, and the best place to find you if somebody's listening and they suddenly have to go uh, is at Hog Eat Hog.
1: Well, man, that's a
0: um,
1: the best way to find me. Yes. To learn <laughs> more
0: about you. If they want to follow you, it's on Instagram. On
1: Instagram is really the best. And it's just yeah. Hog Eat Hog. Hog Eat Hog. Or you can let people just come to the shop, too. So okay. Like, you
0: can swing by. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll put that way. out there as well. So thank you so much. We're going to come back with you in a moment. Let's listen cool. to a song. Do you like uh little David Bowie? Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Let's listen to Starman. For All some right, reason, when it. I was putting this together, I was like, you know what? This kind of reminds yeah. me of what little I knew about Blair. Okay. Very cool. He's kind of up there in the androgynous. stars. Androgynous. Well, he wasn't always androgynous. No, but yeah. no, that's not what I was thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, no, you're a pretty manly man. I guess so. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I did
1: have a beard early.
0: You have a beard early. No, morning. I did have one early. You know, yeah, at talking 11. about it. yeah, at eleven. Yeah, at eleven yeah. years old, you had your beard. All right. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I dig David Bowie. Okay, heroes, so songs about dolphins and stuff. I'm into it. David Bowie. This is Starman on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree.
1: This episode is being brought to you by Bated Breath, the coworker who comes in despite being sick. Gross. They claim allergies, just the sniffles or even deny it outright. But you know the entire office is about to be decimated thanks to patient zero. Using new innovations from science, we can tell if someone is sick just from their breath. But can we force them to go home? Yes. Simply hide the baited breath sensor on their desk. If it detects viruses, germs, or other vile creatures, it will emit a foul smell, forcing the person to leave. Wait for your baited breath at toacertaindegree.com.
0: David Bowie on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was Starman. Um, I'm not sure that's how he wanted to pronounce Starman. Star. I don't know. I don't Starman. I think Starman. Starman. Okay. Very Starman good.
1: sounds like a surname a little bit. Star.
0: Victor Starman here. Yeah. What can I do for you? Would you like some cobbler? Uh, good morning. My <laughs> name is Nick. I'm here with a very special guest, as I always am Excellent. every week. You're listening to a certain degree on WPRK. My guest today, Blair Sliger. Mm. Blair, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Okay, great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Blair, I met you uh, through a mutual friend and mm-hmm. former guest, Brian Demeter, a great artist, and uh, held yeah. you in high regard. that I had to come out and see your shop, and I did, Excellent. and I was drooling. I wanted to let you know that I would like at some point... To create, and we'll talk bad business ideas next hour. Okay, um, one of them that I came up with was called wooden nickels, where it just appears okay. like you provide the stuff to someone to make it appear like they know what they're doing with woodworking, but they don't actually do any of the work. Oh yeah. So they get the finished piece, but then they also get like scrap wood, sawdust, a couple of tools they can have around the house, right? Just <laughs> to make it appear that they made that piece. Yeah, and I think it would really, really help. In terms of my uh, confidence level, right? In terms of my ego, but not having to learn a new school, skill set at this yeah. point in my life would be really helpful as well. I think there was a boom where a lot of people did that. A not lot of too long ago. Yeah. It. We, we had, had know, some leather those, workers, we had some woodworkers. Reclaimed we Reclaimed wood yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wooden nickels, uh, though. That wasn't. Can
1: you put an ampersand in there somewhere?
0: Oh, for sure. Wooden and nickels. And a hashtag. Yeah. The EU will be the hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be wooden. I'll be nickels. All right. That's cool. That <laughs> would be cool because you're the woodworker and yeah. I'm apparently the money guy. And my name <laughs> is Nick. So that would. Yeah, be this good. is really good, actually. Okay. I like wooden it. Wooden nickels. I like it. Okay. So let me ask you this: Taking it back to you and your shop, you got a shop basically down the street, yes, uh, in Winter Park, uh, right. right over in the Fairbanks and almost I four, yeah, area off Cherry Street. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you have all this incredible equipment that I'm sure you've collected over the years. Yeah, sure. Like you just didn't magically appear there. No, yeah. And so what, when people ask you what you do, what do you say? I'm always fascinated by this because I feel like in many cases you get that question and it's a very insincere question. They're just waiting for their turn to talk and they want to tell you what they do because maybe they're trying to sell you something or something along those lines. But I like to take it really seriously. I like, what do you do? Like, you know, sometimes they answer, well, for fun, I do this or Uh, you know what i'm really to working beach. towards is this <laughs> yeah or something along those lines right so when somebody asks you what you do um i
1: don't have the elevator ele- elevator i don't have the elevator pitch down yep. exactly right um but i usually i'm i'm a woodworker and um i do furniture and sculpture and architectural fixtures and artwork um and i'm primarily like wood based that's kind of a, that's a good elevator pitch. I like that. Elevator yeah. pitch. So, yeah. And. Um, What's your Baconator pitch? Baconator. Oh, that's that Burger King sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you were ordering one of those, what would be some, your pitch? I I don't know. My Baconator would you order, pitch.
0: What would, you, would you order one of those?
1: Oh, man. I definitely have probably within the past I hope not the past year, but maybe even in the past year. Oh, that's, not a good, that's not a good day. All right, we're going to have to go to <laughs> yeah. the hospital
0: right after this because <laughs> yeah,
1: this could happen
0: in any second. So, but I don't know what a big elevator pitch anyway, yeah, is. We we're, we're often esoterica we're, now. Uh, that was a very good elevator pitch. Okay, cool. So stick with that. Yeah. Um, Woodworker, is, woodworking artist. I don't know. That's kind of like... What's interesting about that, I think that... Okay, so I have a lot of artists on, and so there's this idea um that you know sometimes you have to go through and be a starving artist for a while if that's Mm -hmm. what you want to do but woodworking is sort of the um the pinnacle of that yeah it's kind of (laughs) yeah in many ways sure because you know you have to find people who appreciate it Mm -hmm. um and they have to connect with you somehow so i have to be able to find you and you know oh i want this i think i was looking at one of your recent projects on instagram and it was uh, a banister and a railing yeah. or a stairwell right, right. a stairway in somebody's house mm-hmm. um, and it's gorgeous but you have Thank to you. find the people who are going to appreciate that and want that yeah so is that do you find that people come to you now at this point you've been doing yeah. it long enough that they know where to find you and it's just word of mouth yeah that's my whole strategy and i don't i don't put
1: parameters on it anymore i just kind of like say yes to the dress on it if it makes if it makes sense okay so like that makes sense because they wanted um um you know a staircase made out of uh they wanted it to look kind of out of reclaimed material like old stuff and then they wanted the pickets to be um like driftwoodish or like sticks you know so that's like i'm like yeah that's like right up my alley um, doing a production run of, uh, I don't know, um, a hundred Adirondack chairs is probably not no, right saying. up my alley. Yeah, So, or you like a regular you have set the skill of skill
0: set to do that, but it's prob-
1: sure. Yeah.
0: Why? Yeah. But you're
1: right. Exactly. So like it, so as long as it fits kind of like, um, something that I'd be, that I can do well and that is like. Um, an interesting project to me, then I'll do it. And so I don't have, I have no um, parameters beyond that really.
0: Is it for a sense of pride? Is it at the end of it, you want to look at it and go, this is something I want to share. This is something I feel good about. And like, what is it that drives you to do those sorts of things instead of the, I mean, you can do a hundred Adirondack chairs if you wanted to. Um,
1: I guess I think it's kind of less pride than it used to be because it used I'm, I'm now I'm just like, you know, people it's nice that people are interested in what I'm doing enough to to trust me to come up with something to fit their kind of interest and need and they like sort of my aesthetic and way of doing things. So mm. then I'm like, yeah, I'll just do what what people come to me, you know. Like what what they bring to me is sort of just like that's uh, I don't have to have any parameters on it besides for it has to fit this sort of artistic uh, vision of mine yeah. or like, I just let, let that, um, I kind of let the project dictate that I, it's kind of a good set of parameters. Oh, it sounds I th- I fantastic. Think because yeah. it, like, um, it can drive you kind of nutty if you've got a lot of like ego in what you're. I don't know, like accomplishing your artistic vision Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and then trying to accomplish your artistic vision through commissioned work and is like going to be, you're just going to just beat your head up against the thing. So, so
0: how do you collaborate with your customers on those types of, uh, commission works? Not necessarily the, the, uh, stairwell, But is it, well, let me ask you this, is it you sketch something out Mm -hmm. and you show them the wood and, or is it, you know, sometimes they trust you enough and they say, just go to town. Yeah. Pretty, it's kind of like a combination
1: between that. And then I usually do, um, I usually print or present some, uh, like some concept drawings and besides for things like dimensions, that's pretty, that's still kind of loose even, Mm -hmm. um, unless it's something that's a little bit more sculptural, but I mean, but like if it's something that's architectural and has to fit a certain number of dimensions sure, or sure. like, you know, tables have conventional dimensions and stuff like that. Um, other than that, it can be, I kind of like, I kind of do create within those parameters as I go. So I might embellish things a little bit or be like, ah, it's like be in the middle of something and be like, ah, this is kind of a better way to do this. And obviously if it's something that's a, a pretty, uh, if it's a big change from what somebody might be expecting, then I would discuss that with the client.
0: But- Have you been in the middle of a project and you either inspiration strikes and it goes in a different direction, you're like, I wonder if they would like this or you find a piece and this is what sometimes I find. And so going into a place or finding a piece of wood, I'm like this for whatever reason speaks to me. Mm-hmm. And I really like this for this type of project or I really think that somebody would value this is mm-hmm. that ever come up for you
1: yeah definitely um i mean that's kind of that's
0: i mean is that a kind lot of the, what you do
1: yeah it is it is and it's also a lot of like that's kind of the beauty of the parameters or something i'm trying to think of something the other day a project that came to me and i'll you know i kind of like i have things in the in the inventory um I kind of remember what all I, what all I have. And Mm -hmm. so if somebody else I'll think of something that'll be like, oh yeah, I could use this piece that I have for that. That would be perfect for this type of situation or, um, I'm trying to think of a good example of this, but, but yeah, so I, I do have sort of a, uh, I'm interested in letting kind of the wood, showcase itself and yeah sort of dictate the yeah so yeah it does dictate it yeah it kind of gives me a a it's it's a way to be kind of loose in those parameters but yeah i do come up against that where i need to want to change something
0: or find a
1: better way to do something and i i try to do that when i can
0: artists um (laughs) often go through and try out different uh mediums Mm -hmm. sorry media medium mediums sure either way whatever the plural is uh before they end up in the one that they really enjoy or the one that they really feel uh like was meant for them yeah did you try a lot of different things before you ended up in woodworking yeah definitely okay um so what was that journey like like were you artistic as a kid i was
1: um i don't think it picked up until like later on Mm -hmm. like i didn't um I used to draw a lot as a kid and then I stopped until I was in my 20s, I think I started back again. And then um, like my mid 20s or something, my daughter was already born. So uh, I guess, and, and then I had started metalworking first. I used to work in metalworking shops oh, okay. from like 15 to 21 or something like that, 20. Um, and, and that was pretty conventional. Like what were you yeah, actually yeah, doing? Like it wasn't sculptural. Welding. It was, yeah. It yeah, wasn't okay. sculptural was, but, um, and then from that to like trim carpentry and cabinetry shops and stuff, but all of that is really good for, uh, just kind of learning basic skills and like learning how to like be safe and how to, you know, out as layout no matter if you're doing uh, metal or wood, and right, right. you know, like just kind of learning how to. Well, the so, different, yeah, the different tools you get yeah. to the point
0: where, right, you're doing your, if you uh, follow this sort of uh, the rule to the 10,000 hours. Yeah. Right, you're sure. not really going to get any good at it until you've had that level of experience. Right. And, and those, like something like metalworking
1: and woodworking, like the trades are similar enough ish mm-hmm. to where you can, like, all those skills are very transferable and they are also, uh, they build on each other. So, so I started with i I started with that um, first, but I was always doing stuff with wood, like always. Like I think I started refinishing furniture, I guess, in my parents' garage. Um,
0: you were sitting on the porch whittling.
1: I didn't. I don't never did too much whittling. I don't think. Um, I did do sitting on the porch though.
0: Okay. Good. Um, good. I so you consider the implications of whittling. Yeah. I think that's the more important.
1: Yeah, part. and I do and I yeah, I do. I do consider I consider the implications of it. <laughs> um So let's see what else did I try? What other t- I think when and then I went back to college when I was in my after my daughter was born, so I would have been like 26, 27 something like that to To go back to to art school and so then I that was when I got to experiment with some a little bit okay. more but I, different mediums and stuff and also a lot more 2d stuff which I really enjoyed yeah drawing and painting and um so I feel pretty comfortable in uh a lot I, I don't know a lot of different mediums
0: um a lot of different like yeah, you can kind of look around your studio and your office there and kind of see that because you have a lot of your uh, drawings there. Yeah, um, I think when I was there, you had some charcoal pieces up. Yeah, probably. Um, and so it was really neat to, to see that. And charcoal, of course, is is interesting because that's kind of oh, bringing yeah, the wood into yeah, exactly. it to an extent. Yeah, indeed. So that was pretty neat as well. Yeah. Um, so what, uh, you know, it, thinking about it this way, um, what was it about the, the woodworking, the cabinetry making and, and all of that that you said, OK, this is what I connect with. I want to build on this more. Was it just, hmm. you know, kind of people coming to you and asking you for stuff and it turned out you were good at it? Um, was it, uh, again, a connection to the wood? You see the grain, or yeah. you see this piece and you're like, I, I want to do things with this. It's probably, it's probably both. I mean,
1: I think the first kind of like job that I had was some, um, like some family friends had, they were building a house and they saw some of the stuff that I was like doing out of my parents' garage and they were like, can you do some furniture for us? And I ended up doing a lot of the interior of their whole house, like walls and um, like wall treatments, like different I don't know i experiment with all kinds of crazy stuff in there like uh um so did they give you kind of free reign they did and i did it and it was really cool the house is pretty cool and pretty wild it's out in the uh black hammock and um so that was so that was i guess people saw like they saw what i was doing and what i was up to and they were like oh we would like to live in this so that was kind of my first example of of uh or my first soiree and like doing that um, but at the same time, I think I was always interested in, I don't know, like when you're when you're building a, when you're working on like a piece of old furniture or something and you see like dings and nails and little weird and the idiosyncrasies and how the thing was made or how it was altered over time. And so that, like the history of it or like the imagined history of it was always really intriguing to me. And then like as far as the wood itself goes um you know you're you're looking at this like uh living you're looking at this this living i guess it's like a being in a way and it's sort of frozen in time and Mm -hmm. you can see in the wood you kind of learn how to like read it how you can see like oh here's where like a branch started to form but didn't because of whatever conditions and i don't know these like to a T, but you can, you, I, you can see the patterns enough to it where it's pretty interesting. And that was always really interesting to me. Even something simple, like there's a lot of repetitive processes, you know, where you're just sitting there at a planer and you're like, we're going to run this thing over and over and over and over again. And I kind of like, like that. It's like a meditative experience. Um, and when you're running something through the planer, every time you run it, you see, it's just you, slightly it's different. Slightly different, yeah. and you're getting to pull back into that history of how that thing grew and what happened to it, and like, and you also get to make decisions about like, should I stop now or should I go again or should I flip the board? So that's all. Even when I was doing like large production runs of stuff, mm-hmm. it's like a it, that's a thing that always was engaging and interesting to me. It was like seeing how. Uh, you're Even if you're doing thousands yeah. of board feet of it, you're still kind yeah. of like you're you're getting to be with um with that material. So yeah, so the material itself is is interesting to me.
0: It's and it's the way you're describing it is almost like um, you know, painting, right? Mm-hmm. You you when do you stop? When is the last yeah. stroke on the on the piece? And when do you say, Okay, that's enough? Yeah. Um, versus you know, and switch to the next color or leave it alone or this. Right, right. Of so yeah. Yeah, that's very similar
1: in ways. Another like kind of transferable, that's sort of like it's all the same skills, yeah. you know? Um, and I even think like even in my stuff that's more artwork oriented, like painting and things like that, I think of it, I kind of, I I build like in the same way as if I was um, building a piece of furniture or like um, some architectural installation or something. I think about it in the same way. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my I think my drawings and stuff are very, um i don't know kind of kind of systematic in a way Mm -hmm. or like i I approach him in the same you know it's like some exploring it's some building some erasing and taking away and and you know it's just i think of it like that it's sculptural in a sense
0: it's really interesting too, because what you're talking about, and when you when you're actually building something, you're you're creating, you're adding to something, right? Yeah. Um. Just like with drawing or with painting, but when you're talking about the planer, you're actually taking things away yeah, each time. You, yeah. You're yeah. Only so, taking away. Right. So I think that's interesting too, because you're doing it's almost like two different directions. Yes. Right? One, you're removing things and trying to get it, and you might be perfect now, but what if yeah. you did two more? Versus when you're drawing, you're adding to it, right? But it's uh, it's very similar. So that's really neat. I never really thought of it that way. In yeah, terms of the, uh, in terms of the wood,
1: and there's also kind of like, with so within those parameters of this is the project that we're doing, you have all kinds of things that have weird little different sets of parameters like that. Sure. So like you're saying, like in planing the lumber, you know, you you it's it's kind of a one shot. You know, you you can't add to it, so you have to stop at a point and then. Um, but that's a total different process than like finishing. And you have things like, uh, um, my daughter and I were doing a glue up the other night and she helped me with that. I love it when she gets to help me with stuff like this, but, um, but it's just me. And I had to glue up a really big panel for this bar and, um, and so I get everything laid out. So that's another kind of like you have timing because you have an open time with the glue, and then you have to clamp it. And that's and I, it's all, just me, and I have to do it at a certain. Um, I, I can't get it half glued, you know. Right. So, so that's like a is half glued. Half glued is. That's not is a great in, bar. No, definitely. I'm not, not going to that bar. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't want people to. Um. I don't know what that would do, but it'd have cracks in it. You know, sure. you can't have cracks in your stuff. That would be like. I'm just thinking be, my drink is getting stuck as well. Yeah. yeah. You don't want that either. So, <laughs> but that's like a different, it has different, um, uh, it's a different process. You know, that's like timing. That's almost like more like a dance. So I'm like with her, like telling her, like, give me this and such and such and put that down. And then like, and that's a very different process than like that, uh, Subtractive process of planing the lumber, and then mm-hmm. finishing is you know totally different. That's um, and then you get to do, uh, I don't know, like the more architecture or or the more like design type elements to yeah. it, and it's just so. When you're in kind of like a craft like that, you have to you have to kind of become adept at a lot of different things, and there's a lot of different things that can really hold your interest in it because it's you know it's very and i guess it's like this with all kinds of things i don't know like how uh accounting or marketing works i'm sure it's like the same type of you know various skill set but it is interesting to me at least within the the craft how many various different things things you have to to kind of like get to to participate in
0: so it's like um there's the art of it there's the chemistry, um, sure, you yeah. know, the, well, you're talking about the glue, you're talking about finishing things yeah. and the different, how the wood is going to react to those things. There's a, there's that art and uh, science, Yeah. I think to something like this, that is, you know, you have to consider, is it going to be inside or is it going to be outside? Yeah. Is it, you know, those sorts of things as well. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty interesting. It's pretty engaging. Um, let me ask you, you mentioned marketing and accounting and we, we started talking about music earlier. Um, off the air, so let me bring yeah. that. Uh, let me bring that conversation on the air. I will only bring conversations on the air that are not embarrassing. So the other one you told me, and that's out. I'm yeah. not, okay. gonna, not gonna good. bring that up. And Very that good. was more embarrassing for me. That's because <laughs> I, I feel like I was leading you on. It's so both. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I apologize. It's both. It's both of us. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> so what are you doing when you're when you're in there and? You know, I'm thinking about the planing and mm-hmm. how in, you know, not therapeutic, but almost meditative that experience probably is. Yeah. Um, are you listening to music? Is it just the sound of the machines? Like, what is the what is the thing in the background for you that helps you get into that? Yeah. That mode of just I'm going to put my head down and do this. Um, man, I like well, you know, I
1: listen, I the past. This is kind of an idiotic thing, but the past year or two, maybe two years, I've been really big on like personal protection gear mm-hmm. and before I was a lot like looser on it. Oh, so okay. I always wear, I'm always wear headphones now. So you're less like I idiotic than, I'm than you less used idi- to be. Yeah. It's, okay. it's a maturation process. Great. So um, at some point I remember just going up to the chop. So I used to just like be there all day long, just like round, round, chop, chop, you <laughs> know, like, and I went up to it and I was like, God. Lord, this is like, this is so harsh. <laughs> I was like, how am I just going up to this machine? And like, and, and so I started wearing ear protection. So, I, and wow, this is a really long explanation. I, li- I wear headphones and the, the noise is, um, is like kind of like a soft buzz now, you yeah. know, because it's all canceled out. And then, and so I listen to music and, you know, podcasts and so you are speeches. I like to, I yeah. like to, I mean, that's another thing that's really cool about, I think what I get to do do is um if i get to go down whatever rabbit hole of whatever it is i'm interested in that you i never listen to stuff about like woodworking or the crack i i That's feel like i used to the but the
0: band of the shirt or the shirt yeah i guess the, so the band yeah. shirt yeah. to the concert right exactly yeah. i
1: do, so i now i'm just like if um if i find some interesting talk that um the so a Ted
0: Talk or something, yeah, or some yeah. you know,
1: things like things or a that podcast I attended, from WPRK, yeah, one of
0: those, yeah. Um, Super Handsome mm-hmm. Greek Guy podcast, right? Super Handsome Greek that Guy, that would have been a better name. <laughs> dang it, <laughs> dang That's it. Good. Okay, put that, that on the list of other names that I should have come up with, yeah, instead of this one. Um, sorry, Didn't no, to distract you, but um, yeah, so,
1: so I, I do like being able to have the opportunity to kind of do this um what can be kind of a meditative process and
0: then uh, i don't know like learning continue learning yeah yeah, that's what i was gonna say it's your um you know it's your lifelong learning process where you've gotten it to a point you still need to be aware of what you're doing from a safety perspective and also from a a project you never know when you're gonna come across a piece of wood that might inspire you to do something else but yeah at the same time you can can do other things you know know enough about
1: it you've been doing it long enough yeah And I might not be like, um, I don't know, like I'm probably not going to – I'm not going to dive into – I'm not going to make a career shift into – exploring you know the Joan of Arc history or something like that but I can like listen to that and learn about that while I'm interested in it and then you're not not going to become
0: an archaeologist that flies around the world
1: looking for different treasures wearing a fedora hat although I did want that exact thing around
0: third grade
1: with the fedora hat I was like very interested in the
0: in the archaeologist thing (laughs) yeah he made it seem a lot cooler than I think it usually is he Archaeology I don't know. is yeah. cool. Archaeology is cool. I don't know that you're going on those specific adventures. They've already they've they've
1: been done. A, those Indiana Jones stories are there's there's a lot to them though. That's another yeah. interesting thing too about like that that uh that um uh, Germans were really into all the things, he was, oh, sure, you sure, know, sure. so that's they were yeah. really into
0: Anyway, let's not, let's not go there. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, let's take a break. The uh, first hour is already over. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm so easy to talk to. You're yeah. going to confess to so many things that I'm going to hold over you for so long. Very good. Wait, I shouldn't <laughs> have said that on the air. <laughs> My name is Nick. Uh, you're listening to a certain degree. If you missed any of the show with Blair Sliger, uh yeah. he is going to have a podcast version of this, or you are. Everybody is. Sorry, I mean, not just The you. internet. Yeah, Open Case. Open Case is going to be out there. You can listen to all this. You can also follow him on Instagram at hog eat hog. I would encourage you to do that because then you can see all these amazing things he's making and maybe even get your own inspiration for something, a project that you want done. You can talk to Blair about it and see what's uh, feasible and uh, if it's possible. Because now that I know you also did uh, metal work, now I'm thinking metal and wood and crazy sculpture yeah. and that sort of thing yeah definitely or some sort of antenna for uh wprk yeah i mean ours ever gets knocked out by another hurricane Did it so happen before air. yeah huh. yeah we were off the air for uh, 11 months
1: oh really oh i yeah. remember this yes yeah okay yeah, yeah. it was awful my memory oh. it was
0: terrible all right so let's play a song uh we're gonna play penny and the quarters this is you and me Cause it's Blair, it's you and me. It is, yeah. It's us. Very cool. And I don't, I don't know Penny in the Quarters. So okay. We're gonna. This was an interesting song. Somebody introduced me to this. Uh, they found this uh, recording in a producer's uh, attic one day, and they don't know exactly who this was. I don't know if they ever oh, found really? Penny in the Quarters, uh, oh, but they cool. still released it, and so it's a pretty neat uh, little. R&B sort of old school ditty. Oh, very cool. All right. And you'll hear that on WPRK. You're listening to A Certain Degree. Eating, walking, weather,
1: the restroom. What do all of these things have in common? Right. They can all mess up your
0: clothes. And your clothes are literally the most important things you wear on a day-to-day basis. As much as we'd like, we can't replace eating, walking, weather, and the restroom
1: with something less dangerous to our appearance. Guess what? We have a solution to this terrible problem. Turnabout is the first company on the planet that manufactures clothes as stylish as they are reversible. You will literally be wearing your clothes inside out, ready to do the old switcheroo in case something untoward happens. Turnabout clothes look exactly
0: the same in either configuration, and they are manufactured with a space-age polymer that prevents liquids or puddings from soaking through. Get sized at toacertaindegree.com. Yan Tierson on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. That was Pern. And then before the break, you heard Penny and the Quarters, You and Me. And it's You and Me today, but not just You and Me, listener. It's me and Blair hmm. Sliger is here. Good morning, Blair. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks for being here. A whole new hour. Yeah, yeah. So we might have new listeners. So let's go through the whole introduction one more time. Okay. What you're for and against and how ones. you started in woodworking. No, I'm just kidding. Right. If anybody missed any of the show, uh, we had a very interesting talk about, uh, you know, the basically I think we solved the artist dilemma. So I'm just going to leave it at that. If you didn't hear any of it, you should listen to the podcast version, yeah. which will be available at to a certain degree dot com next week. And you can also subscribe to that on all of the different uh, venues and mediums out there. I still don't know what the uh, the plural of mediums is, or medium, I should say. Uh, but you can also learn more about Blair. Best way is on Instagram. Yeah. At eat Hog, um, that's you. You should. That's the way to do that's it the because way to that's learn about people.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: Sorry, you're right. No, 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 you're right. You're right. Learn about or see some of his work.
1: Right, sure, yeah.
0: So that's where I put it. Yeah. We're not going to necessarily learn about you, but we'll learn a little bit about your aesthetic, your approach to things, right, and your photography skills. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So yes, that's what we'll learn about. Excellent point. Uh, Blair, I have to play a song right now. Okay. Because it's time for Just about everybody's favorite part of the show. It's called Bad Business Ideas. Okay. So I'm going to play that right now. Okay. I'm going to turn around and play it. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Bad Business Ideas. It's time to pick just one. It's going to be totally legal. We hope it won't hurt anyone. So come on. Yes, bad business ideas, but wait, there's more definitely doesn't apply to us. There's, there's so much less. Blair, there's no easy way to say this. Mm. I need you. I need your brain, your business acumen, your ingenuity to help me figure out which of these ideas I'm going to present to you today is the best. To me, their excellence is blinding. Like I can't decide. These are my babies. Okay. So I need you to be my sunglasses. Okay. Prescription sunglasses. Can you do that? Yeah. Blair, may I call you Blair? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Christmas trees. You're a woodworking guy. Yeah. So I'm going. This was kind of inspired by the fact that you're uh, a woodworker. What's the biggest problem with Christmas trees? The biggest problem with yes. them? Yes. In yep. my opinion, or like just kind of like. No, the- no, no. There's a there's one thing that is the biggest problem with them, and uh, that's a fact. I imagine people would probably
1: say like that they uh, they drop their leaves. Uh okay,
0: that's that's a problem. That's not the one I'm looking for.
1: Okay, um, kind of like grow this tree a little and then cut it down before it hits the prime of its life. That's and a that's actually a a,
0: probably ahead. a real problem. I okay, so <laughs> the amount of surface area underneath the tree right for presents. As we all know, Santa Claus has a very specific formula for how he determines how many presents you're going to get. And it has to do with the amount of surface area oh, okay. under the tree, right? Right. Everyone understands that math involved. Now Santa is no fool. He knew that if you try to game the system, you're going to end up on the naughty list. Right. He knows that. He knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're trying to trick him. You need a bigger tree. What happens?
1: You got you to have a different roof. Right a different ceiling.
0: Right, so yeah. you're not gonna trick him that way. You can't cut out the the, the bottom end of the tree right. and just cut off the top and put that in to try to get more surface area. Okay, That's not gonna work, he's gonna get that. And uh, oh, and by the way, if you try to genetically engineer a tree with a lot of junk in the trunk, like literally right. the <laughs> junk in the trunk, like it's really wide at the bottom, uh, that's not gonna trick him. That dude has a PhD in gene splicing. How do you think he got elves and glow in the dark reindeer? It is a mystery. Yeah, Yeah. that's how. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's St. Nick. He's a tricky one. So how do we increase the gift-giving footprint? We're all on board with this, right? Mm. This is not just me knowing this, that it's about the surface area under the tree, right? Everybody, this is common knowledge.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think this goes way back. Yeah, Yeah. great.
0: How are we going to do this? How are we going to get more surface area and not necessarily trick Santa Claus, but get... More presence, which is the most important part of Christmas, from what I understand. Yeah,
1: well, you're right on all of these things. Uh, man, I don't know. What do you, you have to dig down? Dig.
0: We're gonna go. Uh, that's actually a better idea than the one I have. I was gonna say we put our trees horizontal, out of the wall.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. So I'm into that. it
0: looks like a style choice. It looks like we're doing something a little bit yeah. different. But instead of just the round surface area. We now have a big triangle Mm -hmm. surface area. So now you can go super tall. And if it's coming out of the wall, then we're good to go. I like this. Style choice. You could do it right over your mantle of your fireplace. Right at eye-poking level. And then he could just shoot the presents down. He doesn't even need to come down. That's a good
1: idea. You just leave the milk
0: and cookies up on the chimney. That's right. He is coming down the chimney. I'm not sure yeah. how that works. Again, genetically engineering and a something. Long or yeah. A lot of kids have been trying I, to figure out per It's for all a long gene time. splicing. I'm telling you, it's all GMO. <laughs> he is a GMO kind of guy.
1: Yeah. Okay, I like that. He's a GMO guy.
0: So, horizontal Christmas trees. What do you think so far? Um man, I think
1: I think that seems like a way you could maybe game the system. I don't know. You'd, it'd be good to maybe test it out. Oh, that's a good idea. You Do
0: a little beta test.
1: Yeah, see if he, see if the rat comes to the trap. Still, is that the saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we just have we just got rats, so I got rats on
0: the mine. My oh, daughter got rats, pet yeah. rats.
1: Um. Yeah. So maybe test it out, and
0: so you can use a horizontal tree to
1: trap the rats too. They would like to be in a tree. They're scurrying little creatures, so no doubt they would be into that. Um Yeah, I'd say test it out, see if he comes, see if he does drops his stuff off like he's supposed to do. Okay. So you know. just in bigger okay, so yeah. I'm gonna
0: do that. You'll help me hook it up to the wall. Yeah, I can I'm build not a really mount sure. for it and make Perfect. sure it's
1: not too tilty and not too
0: yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to do it at a slight angle so it doesn't droop. It's a lot of weight. Yeah. Can't leave it out there.
1: Yeah, we could we could figure that out. i I think, um, man, I'm not the, I'm probably not the right person to ask about the, the Christmas, uh, I didn't even know this rule about the, the surface, the area? surface area under How there, but not?
0: that's 100% I know. everybody knows I, that
1: I didn't even know Santa was a real thing, but now, what? yeah, now, now I do. So I guess, uh, I think, I think try it. Okay. Let's
0: see if you can I catch. like it. So I'll come over to your house. We'll set it up. Okay, and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, this is a good idea.
0: So, if anybody else wants to install a horizontal tree, uh, let us know. Hit us up. Yeah, we'll hit up Nicholas. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll work it. We'll work it out. All right, yeah. that's just idea number one: horizontal Christmas trees. Okay. Idea number two, California. It's a state. And it just uh, had its hand slapped a little bit by the FCC. I'm not sure if you heard about this. I don't think so. The California Public Utilities Commission was going to have a vote on January 10th about whether or not they were going to tax text messages. Oh, so they were going to add a tax to text messaging. Yeah. Uh, People in the states, unsurprisingly, weren't happy about that. And the FCC said, you know what? This is a federal issue. It's not a state issue. You can't do that. Does that even matter? Please don't. Uh, Apparently it did in this case because they canceled the vote. So they're not going to tax text messaging. But it got me thinking a good bad business idea is taking an idea that's out there and doing the opposite. So what if instead of taxing people for text messaging, we reward them for text messaging when they use proper grammar or when they're talking about a business venture? Like if the whole point is for the state to get more money. Then let's encourage people to uh, use grammar properly or, you know, at least get a little bit better at it so they can communicate better. Um, In theory, they could be better employees. They could be better managers. They could be better people. Um, Or if they're trying to pitch an idea for a new business that will bring in more money, that will create more jobs, they get rewarded for that. I would love that. I think it's a good idea. I haven't come up with a name yet. Um, I, I was dicing with um, or was playing around with ill literacy. Oh, that's really like, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like trying to get ill, but then be literate. Isn't it just
1: easier to extort people at the threat of force though? <laughs> so if they like, don't use, if they don't pay their text message taxes, maybe put them in jail. I don't that know. seems odd. I don't know. It's just, it's just, a pattern. Yeah, okay, I like it. I um, like it. But yeah, like maybe maybe um maybe encouraging encouraging grammar, you get a uh, you get a little credit every time you write it there. It doesn't have correctly. to be
0: a lot. Like the gamification of everything these days is everybody gets a star for this or a you know a little a bit like. for that. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't necessarily want or need a lot. We're not talking about a dollar per text message. But yeah a couple bucks here and there, and people will be encouraged to uh, to write a little bit better, to communicate a little bit better. And again, these are all the soft skills that people need to get better at work.
1: right. Um So am I supposed to say like, am I for this or against this?
0: or would uh, what you- do you think about it? So this is the thing. Oh, it's man. my idea. You know, we all yeah. get married to our own ideas, right. And then we walk down the aisle and we go on a honeymoon with our ideas. Maybe we have a couple of kids with our ideas. Okay, um, We buy a house, which we probably, you know, it's at the top of the market and we really regret it. And that causes some friction with our ideas right. later on in life. Um, sorry, I forgot what I was. Well, Oh, this is my idea. Yeah. And I would like for you to tell me whether it's a good one, whether you think there's anything to it. Also, by being on the show, I don't know if you realize this, you're having to you're obligated to run with whatever idea you choose oh okay like this is going to be i know you have plenty of time yeah and so much capital to I, just invest in this yeah so yes. which of these do you think is uh, like what do you think about this idea do you think it's just hair brain scheme that is wonderful or hair brain scheme that has its challenges um
1: i would say Man,
0: am I the decider? Um, so, how about this? Do you want to just <laughs> pick between the two?
1: Between the two ideas? Yeah, horizontal I like I like, trees, the, or... I like the text and grammar social credit idea. Man, okay, that's the first time I'm probably ever going to say I like the social credit idea. But um, yeah, let's
0: let's go with that. The social credit. I love it. Okay, so we're going to launch that any day now. Good. We're gonna figure out um, maybe to really bring some synergy into what you do as a woodworker is we'll go ahead and um, the credit that you get at first will be uh, wood related. Okay. So if you get enough credit, maybe you get like a, a small end table. That seems realistic. You're gonna have to have some
1: some some really good spelling. <laughs> you yeah. would. Yeah. This is gonna it's take gonna a while very to get impressive. to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So maybe we good start ditch. a
0: little bit smaller than that. Maybe it's just a. Uh, uh, a small end table. A small end table or a plank. You a, just plank. Get a plank, yeah, a plank is good. Because now you're building stuff too. Yeah, this is good. Okay, so, so I'm providing the...
1: Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I like that one better than the Christmas tree one, I guess, yeah.
0: Very good. Well, let's listen to a song. We can talk okay. a little bit more. I can get you to sign the papers and stuff, <laughs> and we'll talk a little bit more about this. Offline, let's listen to some uh, DJ Shadow. So I thought this was an appropriately named song after dealing with my ideas. uh, Disavowed (laughs) on WPRK, (laughs) Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree.
1: This episode is brought to you by Office the Deep End. Where are you most productive? The shower? In the car listening to rock and roll? During a walk? Wherever it is, it's probably not at work. Office, the deep end, has a solution for this. We will take your most productive places and bring them to your job. Taylor Swift on a loop, showers in every cubicle, plants and pets everywhere. Schedule a free consultation at com.
0: DJ Shadow on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida. That was disavowed. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree. Uh, Did I say on WPRK? Did I say WPRK yet? You said DJ Shadow. DJ Shadow. So, I don't know But I didn't did. say WPRK. No. You're listening I just, to WPRK. Yeah. And obviously I have a guest here today. Blair Sliger is here. Blair, yeah. hello. Hello. I'm almost getting to the point now where I feel comfortable enough with your name to just say it. That's cool. Without yeah, thinking.
1: It's, it's a weird one, I guess, a little bit. It's but.
0: having a weird name myself. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that uh, I guess... Names, I, I don't care if somebody mispronounces my name. It no. really doesn't matter. But I'm, I'm trying to be as as respectful I can, as I can on other people's names. Yeah. Uh, because I feel a like way to that's, approach it Yeah. Okay, so yeah. name talk here on WPRK. <laughs> um, no, Blair has been here. Uh, very, very gracious of you to come in to talk about you. your process and how you do your art and your woodworking and sort of the... The, the science and the uh, inspiration and everything behind it, because I think I'm always fascinated by that. Right. Um, my family uh, was very good. I have a long line of woodworkers oh, really? in my family. So I always thought I would get into that at some point. Like it's one of those check boxes on that list of things that uh-huh. I want to get better at. Um, but I think that as I get older, it's not so much, you know, the, when you're young, I think you look at that stuff and you're like, I'm going to master it. Like what I really want to do is, is go through the process, go through the journey of trying to create something Mm -hmm. that's more important to me than the end product. I'd like for Mm -hmm. whatever I make to look nice. I'd like for whatever I do to, uh, to, to be satisfying, but it's also the process of, you know, finding the wood and Mm -hmm. figuring out what I want to build and how it's going to work and those sorts of things that I think is just as important. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, because the end product can always come and those skills or the the journey is, uh, what am I trying to say with this? The journey.
0: The journey. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's talk about your journey. Um, What I like to ask people about when they come on the show is sort of coming out of high school. You mentioned earlier that you started welding I think yeah um, and doing some metal work uh when you were in your teens mm-hmm. uh, so still in high school at that point point. and so you know we all have expectations of what's going to happen after high school what right. what did you think was going to happen and oh, what man. actually happened to Dang. you um what did I think was going to happen out of high school mm-hmm. were you expected to go were your parents expecting you to go to college did you expect to go to college um and I start there only because you know, for a lot of us, that's the expectation. Is there some level of success yeah. associated with going to college directly out of high school? Right. I'm not assuming that. I'm trying to work on yeah, my biases yeah. when it comes to that stuff. But you know, I ask. I start with college because I'm curious about if that was in the plans for you.
1: It was in the plans for me, and I did. Um, I I had a real touch and go relationship with college. Where did you enroll? Um. I've been to a gamut of places. Where did Um, you start at? I started at UCF. Okay. Then I went to Southeastern. Then I went to Valencia. Then I went to UCF. And then um that was the order. Okay. So did you graduate? I didn't. Okay. So I I um yeah, so I went out of I went to I went to UCF right out of high school. I didn't know what I was going to do i definitely kind of like i don't remember what i thought i want i was going to do right out of high school
0: well you're also at some point at i thought point. i was going to be yeah.
1: part of the greatest music group uh abba y- yeah i was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> yeah yeah except um but switching the letters around it was gonna be bob b-a-a-b good yeah um but um so that didn't happen. The greatest music group
0: didn't I happen. I feel like I would have heard about that. Yeah. No, I may not, not have many been people able to did. book you some, on
1: the show. Some people some people did, but not many people did. But um yeah, so um outside of uh but I did I did go to college. Um I did have probably expectations that I needed to to have that piece of paper Uh, yeah have that and and that that would be helpful and it probably would in some ways i mean i'm i'm like i'm where i'm at right now um and i don't know how much art school helped me some which i went to that late you know so that was my that was my fourth iteration so when you went back to ucf yeah yeah and or like valencia and ucf so that gave me some like practical skills um artistically or like ways to like and that probably those things like stick out to me the most like things i learned in art history class things i learned about like um
0: different techniques
1: composition and uh uh like elements of design sort of stuff like that kind of helped shape me a little bit um so some technique stuff there um the on the job stuff like working at like the welding shops and, um, working on carpentry, uh, crews and stuff like that. Like that, that helped
0: me learn those like practical skills a mm-hmm. lot. Um, well, let me ask you this. Cause something I hear a lot from people, some who have gone to college, some who haven't mm-hmm. is that there isn't an emphasis on practical skills yet. Um, so whether that's, you can argue that balancing your checkbook, uh, or, uh, doing some sort of internship where you're learning something, working with yeah. your hands or something along those lines. Was that something, um, and just from your your personal experience, was that something you felt was lacking in your college experience, that you didn't have enough hands-on stuff? Or what was it that just, because, you know, looking at your, your sort of body language and your facial expression when it comes to talking about your college experience, it wasn't terribly positive is the impression that I'm getting.
1: Well, I think it- it's not that it wasn't positive, it was just like you can I mean it, it certainly hit certain things that were interesting like it is interesting to sit through like a um uh I don't know an evolution of the human species class or sociology class mm-hmm. or like um like an art history class things like that but you know you can get a lot of that same sort of information and follow those same threads on your own now just by your own research and reading and listening and so um so the exposure thing is great um also you know it's nice some you're kind of forced into parameters to like write things and explore things and you're uh you're critiqued and so that's also good that's like a shaping thing that it's hard to get outside of or it's hard to get maybe at that Degree outside of uh, that type of environment. Well, um, yeah,
0: you need that constructive criticism in order to grow and having somebody who, you know, maybe not your parents, yeah. another authority figure that you've, you know, you've been with your entire life. Right. Is helpful. Yeah,
1: so um, does it, I don't know if that's the only way to get those types of um, sure. experiences though. Um, and then, yeah, definitely like practical, you know, like the practical aspects
0: of it, like you said, like balancing your checkbook or, um, so let me you, ask, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was overall a positive experience, but I, from what I'm hearing, it's a, it might be a square peg and a round hole type of situation where it's, it wasn't the delivery system that really spoke to you or really could have, uh, uh, helped you the most.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I guess, um. Yeah, probably not for me. I think maybe like, um, it probably would have been good f- to have taken some time off from between the, between the, the, uh, end of high school and then college. And then also, um, I probably would have done good in like an apprenticeship program, I mm-hmm. think, um, which we, you know, there's a, a dearth of those. That's like n- almost non-existent, um, Because otherwise you get kind of set up into this weird indentured servanthood to where that, you know, you go, you acquire all this debt and then you have to enter into a, uh, the workforce, the workforce in a way, you know, for, for a position that may not be even available for whatever obscure kind of thing you studied. Um, it just seems real like backwards in a lot of ways. So I think that model is like it's re it's what it's reached its full potential of being able to extract from the students everything mm-hmm. it can give and and then pretend like it's giving what it purports to offer. Um, I think that that's like it's reached full extraction point, and they're having to frack stuff now, and like nobody and the, and people <laughs> people are like figuring that out. So hopefully, new models will. be, It's like. Hopefully, new models will come up um, to to counter that because it just doesn't
0: it doesn't make sense. I think for a lot of people. So, what advice would you give somebody coming out of high school right now? Would it be take some time off and figure stuff out first? Maybe go and learn some practical skills. I mean, that's probably. Me, a daughter. Yeah. So, what kind of are you starting to think about? You know, what? Obviously, if she said, "Hey." Papa, I'm assuming yeah. she calls you Papa. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to do a whole role play thing. I don't want to pretend to be your daughter here. <laughs> right. But uh, if she said I don't want to go to college. It sounds like you'd yeah, be fine with that. I would be hundred percent fine with that. Um, so then, what kind of advice would you give her? What would you tell her? You know, I, I, not tell her to do. Yeah. But you know, here's what you might want to consider. Well, yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's super.
1: Um, it's it's like definitely super case by case, right? Like sure. some people definitely need to like go right on in and get into college and get, you know, especially if they're going into some sort of, a, um, I don't know, technical uh, scientific field or something is like, yeah, you need to start chipping away at that. Yeah. There's, there's only, not many internships you're going to get, yeah.
0: uh, at the hospital, right. And move up to a doctor yeah. without going to, yeah. yeah. scientist or researcher or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You've been around
1: here six months. Why don't you take a crack at this surgery? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so that's like, that makes sense for some people, but, um, to uh to like just get in there and like dig around and explore and like acquire a ton of debt at the same time based off of your exploring that like makes no sense to me Mm -hmm. so but i mean obviously like there there's like getting into it and being exposed to things that people are like kind of like they're giving you the parameters they're they're uh you, sometimes you do need to be given the thing to like study and explore. So that's, so it's, it's, but you don't need to do it at a, let's see, you don't need to do it at, at an expense that's, at an expense that's not going to re, to give a return to you. So anyway, for her. Yeah.
0: what's well, it's an interesting concept, right? Because from 18 to 25, yeah, you can pretty much live on no money. Yeah, right? You can get roommates, and you can potentially travel. You have a lot fewer things tying you down. Yeah, definitely. You hopefully don't have all that debt yet, and you know you can do some of those things and backpack across Europe and have sure. those experiences. So that's kind of what I'm hearing is not only try to find the work that satisfies you in some way and that you might learn something from. Yeah, but um, have those experiences while you have a chance to do that. Yeah. And maybe just like find your rhythm of
1: how to, Mm. how you're going to handle those things, you know, like your debt and your money and your uh, time and stuff like that. And um, so it is, it's probably super case by case. Um, I don't know if that answers my question about what I would tell
0: Nolly, but I, again, I don't know that you're going to, you know, that might come up kind of spontaneously too, because you've got yeah. two years left.
1: Yeah. We had, I mean, we've, we've talked we've had a kind of a very similar conversation to this. I think she kind of, we've, I mean, we've talked about it a few times that I know of. So, um, I'm not, I'm not by really, then it might be, she can go to college on Mars. She might be able to go to college on Mars. Yep. They can. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah.
0: So. I mean, it's not an accredited program, so I don't know. That's a great idea. It's a no, full profit it's college. Not, yeah, so I don't sure, know. I'm sure thinking. that would be a full profit. Or I don't think. For yeah, I don't know what you're thinking. Recommending college yeah. on Mars? I I don't even know where, how how that idea came to me. <laughs> Well, that, well, let's listen to a song. Okay. And then we'll come back, and the uh, show's almost over. Oh, okay, cool. I'm so sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Are you going to be okay without me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll oh, well, that's Continue on. I've got- It's a fast answer. answer. Gonna, I you didn't just even know.
1: consider that. I've got a, a trajectory a little bit, so. Blair, thank you so
0: much. We're going to play um, Chet Faker. Oh, cool. With Gold on WPRK. I think this is a young man from Australia, and if you noticed there, I almost thought about you doing that accent, an <laughs> and I pulled it right back. Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> I did not do that, so you're all welcome for that. Uh, okay, this is Gold on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. This episode is brought to you by Amplifier, Florida. It's pretty dag hot here, so who needs a full-time fire pit? Not you, but what if you need a part-time fire pit? Well, then Amplifier is who you're going to call. Based on the number of people at your event, we bring the right amount of wood. We bring the proper pit. We set it, and you won't forget it. We're also working on a line of GMO trees for more garish scents and smoke colors. Some have become sentient, but that's for God to worry about, not you. Amplifier. Prometheus may have stolen fire from the gods, but we're delivering it in 30 minutes or less. Now, on with the show wowser bowser on wprk winter park florida that was water story uh was going to play chet faker the cd must have heard me try to say australia almost with an <laughs> accent and said no no yeah i'm not going to play now so that was wowser bowser which is a lot of fun to say yeah that is i haven't
1: said it but i, I was, imagine, I was I'm saying it in I my was mind giving you an opening. oh wowser bowser now I feel like you were under too much pressure. Now you, was saying it still fun saying that in an Australian accent though,
0: that would be wow, fun. Wowza, wowzers, very nice. Wowza. Uh, Blair How's Sliger, uh, aka Blair Hemsworth, because yeah. you're obviously a Hemsworth brother now that you can speak Australian. Yeah, um, and you kind of look like one. You kind of look like a skinnier I could, version of Thor. I probably could pass as Australia. Yeah, skinnier Thor. Yeah, like that That's skinny cool. Thor. Yeah. I feel like you would do well at parties and stuff. Like you could be a DJ. Um, I don't know about DJ well at name. parties. <laughs> we'll know if you were DJing. Oh, if I was DJing? Yeah. Skinny Thor. Yeah, maybe so. All I right. We'll save that. that for another bad business idea segment. Okay. Uh, we are pretty much done for the day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Blair, thank you so much for being here. I really yeah, appreciate it. Uh, tell us what we can do to uh, support you or at least follow you and learn more about what it is that you do on a day to day basis.
1: Man, well, I use Instagram as my portfolio. That's okay. the only kind of like, that's the only thing I that, uh, I use like internet-wise, uh, social media-ish for me. So I just follow you on thing. there and if people yeah. want
0: to contact you and reach out, and, they can. And that's
1: Hog Eat Hog. people um, want to email me, they can email me at hog at um Or you can come by the shop. Um, which is at uh six seven eight Cherry Street in Winter Park. And so I'm kind of near I four in Fairbanks. Yep. Um it's a sleepy little industrial street. There's a lot of cool stuff happening on Cherry Street right it's now, actually. Really, it's there's some really there's some
0: really fun stuff. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of uh Volkswagens being yeah, redone of- next door and your shop is amazing. Like yeah, thank I you. wanna do all sorts of things there. Um, what? So what I mainly want to do is start a bunch of projects. Yeah. Uh, and not let finish them, them. Let them sit for a while. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me consider the implications of finishing them. Right. And then maybe I'll come back to them all someday. Right. All right. So if I could just store all my stuff there too, that would be fantastic. I think, I feel like I've been through this situation before. <laughs> with, yeah. I'm familiar with the situation. That might be another bad business idea where you just, uh, you start up another organization. It's like wood storage with some woodworking involved. Yeah.
1: I might be in that business projects. right now. Yeah. You have done projects.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so if somebody's thinking about like what, it, what are the types of projects or the considerations, um, are, would it be best to go to your Instagram and take a look at some of the other stuff you've done? Or if I just had an idea like, hey, I've got this area in my house. Uh, I'm thinking about a custom built desk. Yeah, or sure. Something like that. It's pretty I much mean, anything. I'm pretty much
1: anything. I mean, like as far it, if I, I build a lot of furniture. Um, I love sculptural elements. I love building wooden animals. Um, I like, uh, I, so I do like some carving. I do some assemblage. I do, um, and then I've done plenty of like, architectural fixtures like bars and lighting and um cabinetry and stuff like that so yeah so pretty much if it's wood based and then i've done murals and paintings and stuff like that as well so mm-hmm. i'm kind of I'm a, I'm a uh i'm a jack of all trades artist ish within like my trade too, yeah right? signage yeah. i try not to do signage anymore too much unless if especially if it's a permitted thing i'm not interested in that i'm just not equipped the Oh, it's just like, yeah, somebody wants to do a clandestine sign or like, yeah, a clandestine sign. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was going for. Is I that like Australian?
0: That. Yes, that was my Australian accent. You're welcome, everyone <laughs> who's out there listening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of um, that's the gamut of things I'm involved in.
0: Very nice. And so uh, what are you going to be doing today? Can I come by and help you out? Or Yeah, no, what am
1: great. I going to be doing today? Um, I've got some uh, restaurant fixtures I'm working on today. Um, nice. I've got some Christmas presents I've got to start. Um, you may
0: want to, yeah. And I can't say they'll... what they are over over the air. Well, obviously they're for me, so yeah. I understand yeah, that that's true. completely. <laughs> All right, well, very yeah. good. Um, if you missed any of the show, uh, Blair, you did not. I'm not talking no. to you right now. I'm talking to the listeners. Right. If you missed any of the show, it was a great show. Blair uh, shared some thoughts about uh, his college experience, which I thought were very, um, uh, very insightful. So, you know, you want to, uh, again, one of the reasons I ask that is it's a matter of getting over our own biases when it comes to what we're going to do after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you have to, I think hearing a lot of people's perspectives and a lot of people's experience is important in that way. So I appreciate you sharing yours. Yeah. Thanks for uh, asking. your approach to art and how, uh, that all came about. I thought was uh, really neat. So yeah, thank you. Uh, people should listen to this later on. Even if you heard the whole thing, why not just, uh, subscribe listen to it again, listen to it again, because yeah. maybe you missed something, something really funny that I said. Yeah, Maybe the podcast version will just be my parts of the conversation. Well will make that no would be, sense, but you at least hear what I said.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's, it's like watching one of those sitcoms without a
0: laugh track. Oh, like, yeah. Well, what is going on here? That is exactly the experience of listening to the show. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, in a couple <laughs> weeks, it will be uh, New Year's Eve, so happy New Year's oh, yeah, uh, And Christmas. early and christmas and all the other holidays uh so on new year's eve uh elliot hillis will be coming in i don't know if you know elliot. i don't think he is so the culinary among other things he's the culinary director at orlando meats oh cool so he'll be coming in he wanted to come on the show i've been wanting to chat with him and so he said you know what nick i'm paraphrasing here yeah you know what nick that doesn't sound at all like him by the way <laughs> i'm gonna come on new year's eve early in the morning on new year's eve so oh, So then cool. hopefully we'll both get naps and then we'll be yeah. able to go out and uh, have some fun. Do the thing, okay. Yeah, do the thing. In my case, stay up late, sit on the couch, try to stay awake till the ball drops, but fall asleep ultimately. Well, I hear you. Yeah. All right, that sounds <laughs> good. That'll thing. Blair, thank you so much. We're going to take it yeah, out. Yeah, man, thank with, you. Um, foreign diplomats, queen plus king.
1: Very cool. That sounds foreign diplomatish. It does, doesn't it? I think they're subservient to the queen and king.
0: Most of the depends time, on, yeah.
1: yeah, depends on the era. Yeah,
0: WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You've been listening to a certain degree, Blair. I'll release you back out into the world. All right, to the wild. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> you too. And that's the show. Thanks for listening to a certain degree. Follow us on Instagram. Just search for to a certain degree. And if you liked bad business ideas from this episode, maybe you want to invest in them. Send your check or money order to me. In fact, let's just make it an unmarked bag of small bills. I do miss the money sacks with the currency symbol on the side, though. Also, check out toacertaindegree.com. That's T-O-A, certaindegree.com. If you liked what you heard, let Nick know. Seriously, let him know, although I'm Nick, so why am I speaking in third person?